Hello, my name is Jack, and today is day 55 of the 90-day challenge. Today's reflection was written by Sarah Marie. This week, we are growing in a lifestyle of community through building a habit of building one another up in love. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Community is living committed. It is the way we participate and persevere within the local church. We were meant to live in authentic relationships, to love generously, to serve humbly, and to live in unity and at peace with one another. This is our design and our call as followers of Jesus. Today we are reflecting on how we are both recipients and ministers of God's agape love. John 15, verses 12 and 13 says, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. The ability to love is one of the hallmarks of being human. It is a gift from our creator God. In American culture, we use the word a lot. I love you, I love your shoes, this song, and I love the dinner you just made. We use one word to love a lot of things. We don't feel the same love for a family member as we do for our favorite song, but we use the same word. The Greek Bible used three main words for love. Each of them has a different word for a different type of love. Eros was used for physical or sexual love. Philos was used for loving friends and family. And agape was used for the supreme, unconditional, sacrificial love of God. Which meaning of love do you think Jesus is using in this passage? That's right, agape love. So what is this divine agape love? Let's get a more in-depth understanding from a Bible study. Biblical agape love is the love of choice, the love of serving with humility, the highest kind of love, the noblest kind of devotion, the love of the will, intentional, a conscious choice and not motivated by superficial appearance, emotional attraction, or sentimental relationship. Agape is not based on pleasant emotions or good feelings that might result from a physical attraction or a familial bond. Agape chooses as an act of self-sacrifice to serve the recipient. From all the descriptions of agape love, it is clear that true agape love is a sure mark of salvation. Agape love is a revolutionary love that transcends all other loves. It is the love that God has for us. God sent his only son to lay down his life, to die a criminal's death on the cross for us. Agape love is sacrifice and giving of ourselves with nothing expected in return. 
It is an empathetic, intentional choice to put someone ahead of yourself in the name of God. It's humbling to think that we have and continue God's agape love. Not only through the grace upon grace we experience through Jesus, but also in and through his people. Another time agape is used for love is in Galatians 5, when Paul lists the fruit or the qualities of the Spirit that each believer has. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. This means that anyone who has professed their faith in Christ and has the indwelling of the Holy Spirit has had personal experience with this love and has the ability to minister this agape love to others. Agape love is challenging because it involves us making a choice to love others. It's not all feelings and pheromones. It is each of us making the choice to lavish agape love on others just like Jesus did for us. It may not necessarily be to a physical death. It could be dying to your own self-interests, surrendering your need to be right all the time. It could be serving a brother or sister in Christ at great expense to yourself. And that expense could be time, resources, finances, your voice, or another precious thing. Agape love is selfless and wildly countercultural, and sometimes it's even painful. It is the answer that embodies the age-old question, what would Jesus do? Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. John 15, 12, and 13. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Father, thank you for the generous gift of your agape love. I know that what I understand, experience, and feel of it right now on earth is just a watered-down version of your love. I am excited for the day I will experience it fully with you. Help me to be a person who extends this agape love to others. Help me to not keep this divine love to myself, but to pass it forward to your children so that they would come to know you for the first time or in a new and deeper way. In Jesus' name, amen. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let us remember the command of Jesus in John 13, verses 34 and 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, 
and strength. And Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen.